It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Austin O'Neill. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We've got a lot going on today. Uh, we're going to visit here in a little bit with uh, Brad Whitfield, who is the new promoter at Casa Grande and Coca-Cola Speedway. We'll talk about the Western world this weekend. And in just a couple minutes, we're going to talk to Scotty Cook about um, this week weekend's Fuzzy Fall Fling. And just so you know, this is a special race to a lot of people. Uh, named after the late Fuzzy Han. Um, Fuzzy and I were pretty close. Um, uh, Fuzzy was a a a, a person that kind of kind of replaced my mother when my mom passed away in '09. I started on the national tour in 2009 and traveled up and down the road. And whenever I had a I needed somebody to talk to. I'd always call Fuzzy, and Fuzzy would always give me a straight uh, deal. She would always shoot me straight, always tell me if I was wrong or if I was right, and uh, she was just a, a great person to me personally. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be a great honor to name the Fall Fling after Fuzzy this weekend. So. Caleb just chimed in. Yep, we know um, that uh, the Extreme Outlaw non-wing sprint car race has been canceled down at Devil's Bowl Speedway this weekend. And uh, I think that, what do I think is the car count going to be at the at the Fall Fling? I think there's going to be a lot of cars there. I think there will be a ton of cars there, to be honest with you. Um, I'm looking forward to it, going down there. Uh, this weekend, getting to see all my friends down in the Tulsa area. Uh, got a lot of friends down there. So let's go to the phones real quick, and uh, let's bring on Scotty Cook, uh, longtime pit reporter for Racing Boys. Scotty, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing pretty good. It's uh, a lot going on this weekend. Uh, the Fuzzy Fall Fling is going to be happening this weekend. It's such a great honor to name the fall fling after fuzzy um she was really good to me over the years and uh it, it's a great honor to name that race after her isn't it well there's no doubt about that and um you know she left such a mark on the, the let alone tulsa oklahoma but the whole uh open wheel grassroots racing industry nationwide i mean you know to be the matriarch of uh an event that has become pretty much figuratively the largest event in all of dirt track open wheel racing you know speaking of the chili bowl and let alone the lucas oil american sprint car series and you know there's there's not there's not much uh <laughs> There's not much doubt uh, who wore the pants in the family. Uh, Emmett, Emmett, Emmett Hahn was the man uh, that that called the shots on, 
uh, on the surface, but rest assured, nothing went and nothing flew if uh, it did not get uh, Miss Fuzzy's stamp of approval. And, and yeah. you know, you and I have gotten to know over the years the uh, the family and uh, the grandchildren, uh, you know, Steve, Tommy, Donna, just the entire family. And, and they embraced us many years ago and treated us as their own family. And it was really a big loss when, when we lost Fuzzy and, um, rest her soul, man. Uh, the family's still reeling, you know, the void will never be filled. And it's just a really, really cool deal that, uh, they wanted to put this thing together and, and hold it in her memory and appropriate that it's going to be held right there at a place where uh, she spent uh, many of her weekends um, uh, at the Creek County Speedway, obviously uh, uh, founded and built by Emmett Hahn. So uh, a big weekend down here in Tulsa and uh, a lot of, sure there'll be some tears shed and uh, we're just going to do our best to, to hold her memory up and her, Keep her legacy going forward. That's for sure, Scott. Yeah, no doubt. You know, uh, my relationship with Fuzzy, because I did a lot of business with Emmett and Fuzzy, um, I always had to go through Fuzzy, right? Fuzzy was the one that if I had any questions, I'd just pick up the phone and I'd call Fuzzy and she'd, she'd guide me down the road. And listen, one thing about Fuzzy, and you always knew this for a fact, that Fuzzy... If she had something on her mind, and if she didn't agree with you, she'd let you know about it, wouldn't she? She, she was no, she was a straight arrow no shooter. Pun- no filter, no punches pulled, no tongue in cheek, right. no nothing. If you crossed the line, and she wasn't in sync with what you're thinking or doing or what you, <laughs> she was definitely, definitely gonna let you know in a very very stern unique way and um fortunately i don't know i'm always the one that ends up ticking somebody off somehow it seems but uh thank goodness i never crossed the line with this fudge she was always very kind to me but but with that being said to her dying day i never i i just i, I never felt like I just always felt like uh, just you you, you 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 can't let in. You can't. You just you just gotta walk the line. You just have to be very respectful to the lady, and uh, and I always was, and and she was to me as well. Uh, I just knew better never to cross the line. Well, let me tell you, um, she jumped my ass a time or two. Let me tell you. I know she. I know she did. Yeah. I don't do as well with ass eatings as you do. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's just uh, it's just going to be a good weekend. I think there's going to be a really really big car count. Um, I do too. It's not going to be Chamber of Commerce weather, but it's not going to be frigid either. So I think there's going right. to be a big car count. I think there'll be a big turnout, and uh, it's just going to be a good weekend and in memory of a lady who who did so much for 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 motorsports, for, for sprint car racing, for midget racing. And, uh, you know, she's really, really missed. And like I said, you know, the grandkids, uh, Blake, Matt, you know, all of them, all the girls, right. uh, uh, 
Brandon, they're 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 all still very much hurting from her loss, and uh, it's just uh, it's just good that it's going to be a weekend for rejoice and and remembering, and um, you know I think there's going to be some really really bit, really good action there at the creek, and uh, hope everybody can make it down. It'll be one one final finale for the 2022 season and uh, appropriately so and how ironies twist themselves together. Um, young Blake Hahn uh, won his first Lucas Oil American Sprint Car Series championship just weeks upon the passing of uh, his beloved grandmother. And uh, here we are uh, one year and nearly one month removed. And, um, He's about ready to wrap up his second consecutive. So uh, I'm sure uh, Miss Fuzz is so very proudly looking down on that boy. And uh, rest assured, she's riding with him every single lap this season and last. And uh, he wears it on his shoulder uh, with every step, every day, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Wayne Johnson, 147 points out. That's that's. Um, not something that he's going to overcome. It looks like that Blake is going to win that championship. He's got four wins this year. Uh, but yeah. Wayne, but Wayne, he made him earn it, didn't he, this year? <laughs> well, he did. Wayne came out the gate real strong and was very consistent. And, um, you know, were it not for the crash midseason in Joaquini, Kansas, uh, that sat him out for a race, um, we might have a, a dead heat down to the wire with the points race, but uh, you know I don't know, I don't I don't know what the figures are so far as um, how many points can be gained or lost for someone that doesn't make a show or or doesn't uh, doesn't d- does not start a feature or whatever. But uh, you figure about 147 points. Uh, that's about the amount of points of. Uh, uh, of a, of an event that you set out and the other guy was able to gain points being Blake right. Hahn. And yeah. so, um, in a nutshell, pretty much that grinding crash down the back straightaway into turn three and in, in, in Joaquin, Kansas this summer, pretty much cost Wayne the championship. Uh, he had just taken the points lead. If I do recall before that crash happened, he went into Joaquin. I do believe with the points lead, and um, it was a big one, as big as you want to see. And and uh, he went to the next stop at uh, where in the world did we go? Oh, uh, up north of you in Osborne. And uh, Osborne that night was hooked up and choppy during hot laps, as it uh, usually is. And uh, Wayne was about to be bucked out of the seat, and he had – I believe I don't know how many bulging discs in his back and uh it it threw him out of the seat and the pain was intolerable and so after hot laps he got out and he loaded it up and wasn't able to uh finish the rest of the evening. So that pretty much right there, um when you look at the points and the gap that, that, that lies right now with two races remaining, that's pretty much what sealed the deal for Wayne. But uh yeah. all in all it's been a good season and um been really impressive to watch Blake, man. Just, uh, you know, we, we were there in, uh, where were we? Salina, Oklahoma. 
when he won his first uh, ASCS race. And I remember that night, Scott. Oh, man. Uh, forever. Not because uh, Blake won his first race. It was a long time coming indeed. To see the pride in Emmett and Fuzzy's eyes in Victory Lane that night. No doubt. Um, that'll live with me forever. I mean, there was such a twinkle and so much pride, uh, just a glow all about them. And, you know, that just makes this weekend all, all that more appropriate, thinking um, how much pride that Fuzz had in, let alone Blake, but all of her grandchildren and uh uh, not, not, I don't. I don't. I, I. I think you can attest, and I'm pretty certain that um, no one in uh, on the face of this earth meant as much to her as her great, as her grandchildren and her great grandchildren. Not to say that her kids, uh, Steve, Tommy, and Donna didn't, but her grandchildren were the apple of Fuzz's eye, especially no Brandon, the favorite. Right, no doubt. Brandon was definitely <laughs> the favorite of all of them. Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. So uh, on Friday night, it's going to pay three thousand to win, four hundred to start. Saturday night, it's going to pay four thousand to win, four hundred to start. Um, two good nights of action. The weather, it, it's going to be in the mid sixties, they say, and it might get a little chilly. So bring some, bring some uh, warm clothes if you're going to come to the races uh, Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, I would highly recommend that. Um, I think it's supposed to be down mid mid to low 50s come uh, sunset. And hopefully before tomorrow rolls around, this wind will die down. I'm telling you what, that hawk is soaring today, brother. It's about a 25-mile-an-hour mm. gust down here in Glenpool. And uh, the sun is shining brightly. And uh, just, just hope that wind dies down because uh, – it ain't no fun to deal with when it gets down below 65. Yeah. Scotty, um, I, I, I got to bring this up because you, me and you've spent a lot of time out in Arizona back in the day. Um, Canyon Speedway is going to close on December 31st of this year. Um, that's kind of sad news to hear, isn't it, bud? It is, man, especially since um, – it's not the only one that's gone by the wayside down there, and it leaves one to think where in the world would you race out in Arizona anymore um, other than Kokopah, which is a, a jewel in and of itself. But, uh, Casa yeah, Grand. so many tracks have gone by the wayside down there, and I hate it. It was always such a great place to go, and the people were always really, really good to us, and we had some really, really good memories out there. And, my God, if we never had... Uh, enough memories of, in our travels. Uh, that was one place where we had uh, one heck of a memory. And I'm curious if you can pick my brain and guess what memory that may be at that particular racetrack. Yeah, man, we, Scotty, needless to say, should we talk about it on the air? Remember the night the guy took his car out. That's on... what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, we can talk about it on the air because he was ignorant. Right. There was a guy that took a, was it a Mustang? I think it was, wasn't it, Scotty? He took it a... It was a brand new, I, I think it was a Mustang or a Camaro. I think it was a Mustang, yeah. I think it was a Mustang. And, and he was making laps around the racetrack, 
And Not to get ahead of yourself, the track took rubber that night during the feature. Right. Go right. ahead. Go ahead. Tell the story. Well, I mean, dude had a brand new Mustang, and he thought he was going to be uh, Bo and Luke Duke and flex his muscle and shake down his new Mustang on a rubber down dirt track. <laughs> 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 on a rubber down dirt track after the race was over, and uh, everybody uh, was doing what they do when the race was over, kind of visiting and loading up and mingling. And, and we heard him ripping laps out there. And all of a sudden we heard one hell of a commotion. Dude lost control in turns three and four and smacked that baby head on nearly into the, uh, retaining wall out of turn four and, uh, junk, 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 pile of junk. <laughs> and, uh, there were a pit full of racers standing over there looking like the cat that ate the canary, just snickering all over themselves. Right. But that's not where the story ended. Nope, that's not where the story ended. When we left the racetrack, Scotty, what did we see? Well, first of all, first of all, before you, before we uh, describe that, this racetrack uh, and venue, we visited a lot of unique venues over the years. Yep. But if you recall, that place is about as unique as any place that we had ever been to because, uh, what was it, on the south side of Phoenix, on the east side? I, don't, I, I think it was on the south side. Uh, regardless, it was, a, it was a 15, 20 minutes away from the city on a two-lane highway, nothing but desert. And I don't even recall but if there was a sign or not, but we turned off on you can't call it a dirt road it was a dune road and and i swore we were lost if you recall right. the road getting into the racetrack was kind of like driving through the sahara like you had to drive through windy cactus desert canyon right and, and to get to the racetrack so with that being said you and I were, we finally uh, loaded up and we're leaving and everybody got their laugh in on a uh, goofball that wadded his junk up into the, uh, uh, retaining wall. And while we were leaving, uh, we got halfway, uh, that's about a two mile trip, not about a, oh, it was about a mile about back a in mile. there off of yeah. the main road to yeah. get to the racetrack. Right. And we got about halfway to the main road. And we saw a cop. We're like, what in the world's a cop? And then we saw the Mustang. The Mustang had been parked up against a great big boulder, as if old boy had uh, posed it there to uh, to uh, let the let the law enforcement and insurance agent know. Well, I just had an accident on the way out of the speedway. Uh 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 uh. Wouldn't you think that there were uh, no less than 500 witnesses to that. Who has the balls to do something like that? Well, that guy obviously did. That was that was. Some, I guess that was some good times. <laughs> I wonder if he's in prison for insurance fraud. He could be. He might be. Yeah, but yeah. we we got a giggle out of that for yeah. sure. Yeah, no doubt um, about it. A lot of good times in Arizona. Yeah, we 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 had a lot of good memories in Arizona for sure. I miss that place. And we, we a lot used, of good people. 
we used to stay in the old Sports Radio 810 house out there in Surprise, Arizona. That was always a good time. We did. It? Your old buddy Kevin Keatsman had us tightened up. And uh, yeah. I'll never forget one uh, hungover, drunken morning cleaning cleaning your car out after the race in Phoenix. Oh, my At, God. After some spew got down the side of my car from a Scotty Cook. Boy, boy, boy. What a rough afternoon at the old Phoenix International Raceway. You had a the couple of Cantina got us, bud. You had a couple of those rough afternoons at the old Cantina. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was that that was that that wasn't. Uh, yeah, the taquito the taquito incident was a separate <laughs> drunken incident in Phoenix. I'm glad I don't drink anymore, trailer. Uh, y- y- you don't drink that much. If you drink any, I really don't. Yeah, I really don't. But yeah. when I do, I get my money's worth. That's right. All right, Scotty. Well, listen, we we need to get uh, Brad Whitfield on here. He's going to be talking about what's yes, going sir. on at the Western World down at Cocopal. They moved the Western World to Cocopal. How about that? That's pretty good, isn't it? Wow, that's really good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that, and I'm glad to hear things are uh, going uh, up and well at Cocopal. And uh, it seems like uh, promotion and management is got things rolling and man it'd be really really good to get back out there those people were so good to us some of the most uh well a lot of great memories down there in yuma for sure yeah no doubt man it was always a good time going down to yuma and we always had a great time going there are you coming down you're coming down here yep i'll be down there i'm I'm gonna leave soon as the show's over tomorrow so i'll see you tomorrow afternoon buddy. okay all right well that sounds good we'll uh We'll see you at the old Creekadega International Speedway. And uh, for anybody that's listening and within uh, travel space, man, it's going to be a big weekend. I, I just uh, I just hope to see a bunch of people out there because, you know, uh, we, love, we love the Hans and we miss, we miss Buzz and we no just doubt. hope there's a big turnout and it's going to be a, a great weekend, I think. Yeah, no doubt about it. Thank you, Scotty. I appreciate you, Brett. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, brother. Be safe getting down. All right, we'll see you then. There you have it, Scotty Cook. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Brad Whitfield is going to join us. He is the promoter of Coca-Cola Speedway and Casa Grande, and we're going to talk to him next right here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. 
If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Three nine-hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Well, welcome back. Unfortunately, some bad news. Brad Whitfield is not going to be able to make it on the show today. What did he say that was what was going on, Austin? Yeah, I guess where he's at. Uh, they're having a windstorm, and, and I guess where he works or his equipment that he's surrounding with um, is being overrun by the wind, and he's having um, to get all of his equipment strapped down and um, taken care of so he doesn't lose anything during the windstorm. So um, unfortunate weather circumstances is is causing him to uh, have some unexpected uh, work right now. Hmm. That's always nice when you promote somebody and then they, they can't come on. That's nice. All right. 
Well, um, obviously he's got some uh, some issues going on there as well. So um, let's uh, let's talk about the the closing of uh, Canyon Speedway. You've never been there, right? You've never been out that nope. that part of the area. It was a great racetrack. They ran that entire facility off of giant generators. And they were monster generators. And it was out in the middle of the desert. They put a new road in. Scotty was talking about the road that they put in there. Um, at one time it was. It was just an old gravel road. And it just it really just wasn't very good getting in there. But um, Doug Gabbert, um, he, uh, he ended up taking... Working with the city, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow with Doug a little bit, and he can get into it. They built a really nice road going into Canyon Speedway, and it's all for naught. We hate to see that racetrack close up. Um, it's just not, uh, man, it just seems like everywhere we look, doesn't it, Austin? It's like no matter where we look, if it's in the Midwest, if it's on the East Coast, if it's on the West Coast, um, racetracks are closing up. It's not good, is it? Uh, they're closing, but we are in a phase of having certain ones reopen. Um, you know, it's it's going to be, the closing is going to be uh, more of an issue here in the coming years in certain areas, but um, you see what, you know, Barry Braun's done. Um, you know, he made an announcement yesterday that, uh, trying to think of the, the name uh track out in west virginia i can pinsboro pinsboro okay so pinsboro has been shut down since 2002 and it was uh, i believe the track that hosts 20 years yes 20 years and uh, the outline of the track is still there um they still have you know festivals on it every year but um it used to uh, host the original hillbilly 100 and the dirt track world championships and um, it's a place that, that made a lot of drivers careers. And, um, for anybody that hasn't seen, uh, the track, it looks like Darlington, uh, identical to Darlington, just really flat. Uh, it's very unique in that, um, there are three parts of the track that a Creek runs under it. Um, and the center of one and two, there has, the track goes over a Creek, the backstretch goes over the Creek and also in three and four too. So it's a very unique historic track that, uh, Barry's going to come in there and revive uh, by 2024 to have racing. Uh, we see what he did at Wilkesboro. I know those are two two tracks, you know, far from us, but um, you know, that's you know a couple of of new tracks back to you know the the the, the racing scene. So uh, you never know if if Barry can can have some success in this. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a bigger crew out there and maybe. It's an every year deal where we get you know one or two tracks um, starting on the rebuild process. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but is it just me, or or do you feel like we're? I don't know about you, Austin, but for me, I feel like motorsports is kind of in a tailspin right now. Oh yeah. It's motorsports is in an, it's certain motorsports is in a very, very vulnerable spot right now. 
Yeah. And it's. What do you think is the number one reason for that? Is it the promoters or is it, or is it the lack of fans that want to go to the races? What do you think is, is it one of those two no. or is it something else? No. What do you think it is? It's now certain areas in the country, um, you know, we're seeing, uh, you know, fan attendance drop and we've seen treks this year uh that's that's small factors in in certain regions but the biggest threat to auto racing right now is our government and it's 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 simple as that it's uh, i think i mentioned this it might have been tuesday um we were talking about you know paris auto speedway so you know i know stockton uh is a track that's under threat right now of, of being redeveloped and you know we're having you know laws and and you know acts pu- pushed on on you know going zero you know electric cars um, no emissions EPA laws and and that's all starting with with California right now and and a lot of states follow California like I mentioned like I think 17 states follow their their rules so and and California is trying to push you know EPA no emission green stuff and once that gets pushed. States like Michigan, where there's a lot of auto racing, like West Virginia and Virginia might have it too. New York, um, Colorado, I believe maybe New Mexico, um, and a couple other you know smaller eastern states up in the northeast are all going to follow that. And what happens when when auto racing in those areas dies? So I had a conversation on the phone about this last night. So is that if that ever happens and gets pushed through? Um, or we're going to see racing in those areas be something of the past. And, you know, you're only going to have racing in, in certain states like, you know, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Iowa. You're not going to have racing maybe in Colorado anymore. Um, Oregon and Washington, you know, both follow California's rules too. So your entire West Coast racing could be gone. Um, so that's going to total, that would totally change the scene of, of auto racing for, for, for pretty much ever. Well, I'm going to kind of semi-disagree with you a little bit. I get it. I understand what you're saying, and there there is some truth to some of what you said. But to be honest with you, um, I just think there's too many forms of entertainment and people are just not interested in motorsports like they used to be. I, I, I just believe that today... The youth of America, when we were kids, when I was a kid, man, we looked forward to going to Lakeside on Friday night, Riverside on Saturday night, I-70 on Sunday when they raced on Sundays. Um, That's what we lived for. But today, I don't think uh, the youth of America is quite interested in motorsports like they were. Now, I'm not saying what what you said is there's not some valid points there. I, I totally get what you're saying, but I don't think that that's what's causing. I, I I think the property value, I think that's one issue that you brought up there. I think the property value of these racetracks, the cities are moving in closer to where these racetracks are, driving up the property value of these the, the land that these racetracks are on, and people are willing to spend the money to buy these racetracks out and bring in their businesses there. Would you agree with some of that? Uh, some places, yes. But, you know, you look at 
what we saw at I-80. Um, Joe and Steve are just up in age, and they don't want to do it anymore. And and, right. and when I-80 Speedway goes up on the market, who's going to buy it? A big business. When Tracy Clay doesn't want to promote I-30 anymore, it goes up on the market, who's going to buy it? Big business. So it looks like, from just an outsider, well, there's the Copart or whoever, you know, in those two situations, Grandview Speedway, another one, are buying it. So it looks like Copart is 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 targeting racetracks when it's just it comes up to it's not even really the fact it the case it's it's just the promoters being wanting out of it and Copart is that that property is perfect for Copart or, or whatever business is going in there. So, but there are some tracks where. Um, you know, I'm surprised Placerville hasn't been sold yet because Placerville sits right in the middle of, of a town in California. Um, so those tracks are, are you know, and some threat too. But, you know, you, you talk about, you know, fans not going to the races or kids. Um, you know, you look at some of the local, you know, fan attendance and, and it's down. And that's, that's, that's a fact. But, you know, I think back to when the World of Outlaws came to the Midwest here two weeks ago. It was standing room only sold out crowds. So how can we, how can we have that attendance that the World of Outlaws bring um, every night at the races? We saw sold out crowds at um, 81 Humboldt and at a good crowd at US 36 when the World of Outlaws models were here. So I, I get that's a national series, but how? What can we take from them to model our weekly program to have the same pull that they have? Do you think eventually we'll end up? these racetracks uh, here in the Midwest, do you think that we'll end up going to specialty races only, just uh, special races and, and, and maybe not weekly racing? Do you see that at some point? I, I, I don't know. Um, that, that could be a possibility. Uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. Uh, back when I was saying we've, we, you know, with Barry Braun bringing tracks back, uh, I forgot to mention too that uh, North Carolina passed um, a bill, cup couple you know million hundred million or so dollars um, is going to a bunch of tracks a bunch of tracks in the North Carolina area Wilkesboro Rockingham, uh, dirt track of Charlotte Charlotte Motor Speedway some of the drag strips and short tracks around there are all going to get a money some uh, a chunk of money to um, improve their facility or bring facilities back um, so that you can add that to the growth of, of racing right now too, but I think the only places you will see some special event racing is in places like Arizona, where you don't have a lot of tracks, um, and you're going to have events like the Western World, California, um, some of the tra- places I mentioned that um, are having you know government laws you know placed on them that would affect racing uh, in the future. Um, you know maybe it's just a one-off event when a big touring series or NASCAR comes in there. Um, but there are certain states um, that's divided in America that um, will not will not have those laws and will will still continue what we're doing today. Um, but I mean, if you're having if you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere where you're not in a big racing clique, um, you know, like I mentioned, Arizona, I, then I could see you possibly having a weekly, uh, not not having a weekly show, but just having a special event program. Yeah, Tammy, uh, she chimed in. She said XR would be better off buying. A WVMS, I guess that's the racetrack that you're talking about, and putting a smaller track inside the fifth five-eighths mile like a Davenport Speedway. It would be less expensive than trying to reopen Pinsboro 
Uh, they already have the needed infrastructure. I, I didn't say that right, but anyway, what do you think about that? Maybe make, putting a smaller track inside the 5-8th the mile track. Uh. Yeah, they had a couple races at the 5 uh, was West Virginia Motor Speedway uh, this year, and they didn't really have that good of a car count. I think they had a 410 race, and there was maybe 12 to 15 410s, and it was like a big, you know, 10,000 to win or 20,000 to win show, I think is what it was, uh, and not, not a good car count. And, uh, you know, I, I would leave, from what I understand and reading articles, that the 5 8 mile was a pretty historic and, uh, you know, track that's been around uh, in the area and it's well known for a while and I, I, I wouldn't want to get rid of that history but I mean it, it probably wouldn't hurt uh, that's uh, five-eighths miles or it's it's I mean half miles are tough to run on weekly uh, you had a five-eighths mile in there it's a little tougher um, and and not a lot of guys anymore want to run on big tracks so uh, if you have the room and I, I believe the infield there is pretty grassy and, and open yeah cut you in a little quarter mile and or do what uh, the Nashville Fairgrounds does, and, and they have a five-eighths mile pavement track and a quarter-mile pavement track um, in one in one uh, layout, and they alter every week of what they run. They, one week they run the quarter, one week they run the big five-eighths. So, yeah, I mean, you can do something like that, and, and you're not forcing guys to, to run on the big track and uh, or don't, don't, maybe don't have the equipment to do it, um, and they can still have a place to race in that area. I know that you're a big, uh, big track guy. You like the half-mile racetracks, but... Would it make any difference if we if we shortened up some of these racetracks and not made them so big and made them smaller? Do you think? No, because I mean we all we you need to have a good mix. Uh, you know, if we're talking about our area right now, we have we don't have a lot one, of really quarter mile tracks. Right, we have one big track or two big tracks, and you know, Lakeside's a it's a half on the fence, four tenths on the bottom. Uh, the state fair runs once a year. That's a half mile, and everything else: Lucas Oil, Humboldt, thirty six, a big track. I seventy. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, CMS. That's all. You know, quarter to third, maybe big three eighths or small three eighths uh, mile track. So, um, I, I don't know. Uh, some areas they thrive. You look at you know Pennsylvania racing where. You have hardly any short tracks, and it's all big tracks, and they don't complain about it. They go out and race. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think if we maybe eliminated some of the smaller tracks around here uh, and you added maybe one or two big ones that, um, you know, didn't compete against each other or it was just kind of a no-compete deal, um, and we didn't have, you know, eight tracks to go to within uh, two hours of Kansas City or so, uh, you know, you might see car counts go back up or if you just pick the right class to run. Yeah. Um, this, this is a great little website that, uh, Pete sent to us. I don't know if you've checked, clicked on that or not, but save our race Have you ever seen that before? I have not. Yeah. It's pretty inter interesting. Um, you can write a letter, make a phone call and, and vote racing. And it, it, it's really interesting to sit here and read as, as I'm on the air reading it right now. Um, it, it's really about letting the people that are in the power of of being able to keep these racetracks alive. Uh, it, it, it's a great way to do it. You can write a letter. You can make a phone call. You can vote on racing. You ought to take a look at it, folks. It's really interesting. Pete, he always brings us good stuff here. 
and we appreciate you doing that, Pete. Um, it, it's pretty good stuff right there. Um, what about, uh, I, I want to bring this up here real quick. The uh, Extreme Outlaw non-wing sprint cars canceled at Devil's Bowl. Getting too much wet weather down there. I don't know. You've been down there before. You, you've seen how soft those pits are down there, right? Yes. Right. They're terribly soft. And when they get a little rain down there, it, it's all but impossible. In fact, my motorhome has a hole in the front of it in, in, in the valence down at the bottom where LR tried to pull the motorhome out and it ripped a hole in the nose of my motorhome back when Matt and Ashley owned it back in the day. Um, it's just not a very good place when it, when it rains down there, right? No, and I, I've only been down there once, and it was semi-dry when I was down there, sunny and 70, and, uh, but yeah, I don't... It was one of your worst weekends ever, wasn't it? it yeah, possibly, but yeah, you, you look at you look at the, the ground, and it didn't take much, and I mean, I'm not... It was a pretty... I mean, even for dry conditions, I'm not very heavy, heavy but I can, you know, I can, I can, you know, squish the dirt down a little bit and right. and, and make it make it soft but uh yeah I, you have those tracks that you know can take a ton of water and that you know some take a little bit and you know they're washed out for you know a week or two weeks yeah no doubt all right well let's take a break and when we come back we're going to wrap up the show here today on mostly motorsports it's all brought to you by lucas oil products it works um listen folks um if you would like to be a part of this show um, we would love to have your company involved with it. Um, uh, we're, we're hopeful that Lucas Oil is going to stay on board with this over the winter, but we're not sure that that's going to take place. We would really love to have some people come in and be a part of this, this show. And if you'd like to do so, all you have to do is reach out to me personally at scott at racingboys.com, scott at racingboys.com, or you can send me a message on um facebook messenger if you'd like to we'd love to have more people get involved with the, the show we'd love to be able to keep it on every day next year that's the goal is to be able to do a daily show that's what we want to do and we hope that your company might want to get involved in being a part of our show mostly motorsports here on rbn the racing boys broadcasting network again today's show and track talk on saturday mornings is brought to you by Lucas Oil Products, it works. We'll be back with more in a moment. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. 
Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other ad specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play Nine whole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Austin O'Neill. We want to remind everybody about uh, what's going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Um, they, they're, they've got another Corvette to give away, folks. This one might even be better than the last one. This is a as close to a real street race car as you can get it's a 2023 70th anniversary corvette it's got the z07 performance package on it um 
this is a great car, folks. You need to buy you some tickets right now and use the promo code PROMO20 to get an extra 20% more on your tickets with this 2023 Z06 Corvette right now. Uh, again, and, and if you don't want the Corvette, which I don't know anybody that wouldn't want the Corvette, um, they're going to give you a seventy-five thousand dollar cash option if you'd like to to uh, take the cash instead of the car. I don't know why you would do that. The car's worth a hundred thousand dollars, and they're going to give you twenty-five thousand dollars for the taxes. So what you need to do is take the car, sell the car for a hundred, and then have the twenty-five thousand dollars they're going to give you on top of that as well. Uh, it, this is a great car, again, folks. Um, if you haven't heard about it, it's got 760 horsepower. It's a 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. It goes from 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. It's such a great car. Um, listen, you've got to buy some raffle tickets right now, and you can do so at winaz06corvette.com. Win a Z06Corvette.com. That's the what that's where you can register to win this car. Buy your raffle tickets. Again, win a Z06Corvette.com. Again, this is a 2023 Z06 Corvette with the Z07 performance package on it. It's got all the horsepower that you need. I don't think you're gonna need any more horsepower. 760 horsepower is quite a bit, right? How much is a how much does a does a uh, 360 make 700 horsepower? Is that what it makes, Austin? 750 to 775. So this is pretty close to what a, a, a 360 sprint car motor makes, right? The 760 horsepower. That's pretty close, isn't it? Yeah, I'd be interested to see what the torque looks like and see how, come, how close they are. It, it, it's, it's got a lofty 8,600 RPMs. You can turn it 8,600 RPMs, creating 670 horsepower. And it's an all-aluminum cylinder block with um, all the whistles and bells on it, man. This is a great deal. And while you're there, if you would like to, remember that the, uh, the 2022 XXX chassis 410 Sprint car is going to be given away Friday, December 16th. You need to be able to buy some raffle tickets for that as well. They're going to give you $25,000 with that car as well. They're going to be giving it away on Friday, December 16th. And if you want to buy raffle tickets for the Sprint car, you can do that at SprintCarRaffle.com. That's SprintCarRaffle.com. Or you can give them a call up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum at 641-842-6176. Again, that's 641-842-6176. And if you run into Bob Baker when you're up there at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, remember it's open seven days a week, folks. Seven days a week. It's only closed on the major holidays. That's the only time it's ever closed. And if you run into Bob Baker up there at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, make sure you tell him that the racing boys sent you up there to buy these raffle tickets for the Corvette. Again, the email address for the Corvette is winaz06corvette.com, winaz06corvette.com. And if you want to do the raffle 
on the Sprint Car. That's SprintCarRaffle.com as well. I'd like to have that Corvette. How about you, Austin? Yeah, I mean. You would sell it, though, in a heartbeat to put that money towards your race car, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, how's, how's owning a, besides, you know, having the nicest car in town, uh, <laughs> what's, what's, what's that car going to do for me to benefit my, my program? Well, you, you know what? You might uh, you might draw some attention from a few females if you're driving that thing up and down the road. That doesn't matter to you, does it? You're all about that. Race. costs money. That uh, women cost money, don't they? How, what's the cheapest way to live? Besides, well, I mean, owning race cars is not cheap either. That's you're going to blow all your money in a heartbeat. I was going to say but, a race car costs you more than a woman does. Yeah, but they both cost about the same amount when you have both of them you're right right if you had both then you're double the cost is double yeah it's that's i rather i rather work hard to to make you know make money to to support my race team and and have all that paid off you know with great partners and and go race and and make a living and uh you know have a truck and trailer that's that's paid and uh, you know, I'm fortunate to kind of have that situation right now with with a couple of our partners, and uh, yeah, I, I drive a small car, and it's really cheap on the gas and uh, car payment, and it floats my boat. Yeah. So, would you take the cash offer, or would you take the Corvette and sell the Corvette? I'd sell the Corvette. Yeah, that's what I would do too. All right, hey, tonight uh, the NASCAR Wheeling Modified Tour is going to be at Martinsville tonight. That's going to be interesting to watch, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds like, you know, four or five, you know, cup drivers will be in it, former and present, I think. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but they have a tight battle for the points. I believe it's separated by just mere Pete points. Put, Pete put this in here. Let me Let me scroll back and find what he said. Said 13 points separate four drivers tonight in the NASCAR Wheeling Modified Tour finale at uh, Martinsville. Um, there's four drivers and they're separated by 13 points. Yeah, that, that? that that's going to be really good. And uh, you know what what's what's better to start the weekend off uh, if you're in Martinsville, Virginia, or if you're around that area and you plan on going to Martinsville for the Cup race and actually all three races this weekend, then. Uh, you know, watching the Wheeling Tour. I mean, that's that's probably some of the best racing you'll see all weekend. And, uh, you know, you can, you know, catch that and, you know, get a little glimpse of, of what, you know, local grassroots racing uh, looks like at Martinsville. I know they just uh, finished up the, uh, I think it's the Credit Union 400 or 300 at Martinsville. Uh, it's the late model stock race that took place back in October, I think early October, late late September. Uh, Peyton Sellers won his first uh, first race and or first uh Oh, credit union race uh it's been trying for 14 15 years now and uh even though it's uh it's a nascar you know level track it still puts on you know really good you know grassroots racing you know when they get to go race their uh you know conjunction with dollar cup races right um and, and don't forget tonight on dirt vision um the dirt track at charlotte is going to be running modifieds and it appears tomorrow night they're going to be running some front wheel drive cars uh listen the last thing I ever want to watch on race on a dirt track is front-wheel drive cars. How about you, Austin? Not if they're at Double X Speedway in California, Missouri, and they're all related and they all fight each other. They do? Yeah, I remember I went down there 
uh, years ago, and back then they raced 600s um, on Sunday nights. You know, it was a Sunday night, oh, still right. a Sunday they night did. track, and yeah. um, it was I was still in the restricted stuff, and I was getting ready to make that step to the open class, and I wanted we all wanted to see all right, what are we going to get ourselves into before we went down there and, and ran, and uh, yeah, that's they called that their hobby stock class, and half that class is related, and um, they'll crash you for fifth, tenth, fifteenth. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, they're going to crash you to pretty much pass you. And uh, if you two stop next to each other, they're going to probably fight you. And uh, you know, the night we were down there, they got into it on the back stretch and uh, towed them to the infield, and they were parked next to each other, and we had round two. So um fight only went two rounds. As know. long as you're not in the fight, it doesn't matter, right? No, it's good entertainment. Right, right, no doubt. Um, USMTS is going to be uh, king of the ring at Tri-State uh, Speedway tonight. It, that's going to be on Dirt Vision. That ought to be pretty good down there, Tri-State, right? Yeah, I think this is possibly the last weekend for USMTS points. They come Tri-State Lakeside tomorrow night and 81 on Saturday. So um should be should be pretty good USMTS racing. The points championship should be coming down to the end. So uh, I'll be interested to see who can, who can cap it off. And, and tomorrow night they're going to be at Lakeside, right? Yes. What do you think about that? Lakeside always puts on good USMTS races, don't they? Don't you think? Yeah, uh, at least they'll have more than six cars. They had six cars last Friday, or last Saturday, I should say. What, for the weekly show? Yep. Yeah. So they should have about But they'll 30. have plenty of cars for a USMTS yeah, show. Yeah, there should be about 30 of them, so that should always be a pretty good show. And if they can, Lakeside's really good for USMTS shows when it's, you know, slick and wide and bottom and the top, and uh, hopefully it's... You know, the weather's been pretty, pretty calm all week where we haven't had a, a lot of rain, um, and it's been, you know... Pretty chilly, but sunny, so the, the track should be kind of dried out from the rain we had on, on Monday. But, um, yeah, hopefully it's it's a good show. Yeah. All right. Any any uh, any new news on, on your race program? Anything new? Nope. Still the still still. same as it was, I think, last week or the week before when I gave an update. Just uh, getting everything torn down and refreshed and you know, ready to go for next year. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show today here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. And, again, if your company would like to be involved with our uh, broadcast here next year, we'd love to have you uh, come on board. It would be great if you could. Uh, we could use it, just so you know. All right. So we want to thank you again for tuning in. For Austin O'Neill, I'm Scott Trailer saying thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Mostly Motorsports. See you tomorrow. See you, Ben. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. 
Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. <laughs> 